0: All right. Thank you so much for clicking play on this and checking out another episode of the Art and Span show. Doing something different as I had the opportunity to interview Peanut from 311. And uh, we're going to get to that interview in a second. Span was unable to be on this interview. Uh, We'll get him on the next one. But very excited to talk to 311, a band that has been around 13 albums deep and uh, taking a plunge with the Voyager album, which will be available through streaming and in stores on July 12th. Without further ado, let's get into it. Peanut from 311 on the Art and Span Show. Thank you, man. I appreciate you taking out the time of your day. I'm sure you guys are busy. I mean... To be a uh, 311 member isn't easy uh, around this time. You guys got a lot of stuff going on with the tour and the new album. Uh, We're going to get into all of it. Before, though, I want to share with you a quick story about me discovering who 311 was. Um, uh, You guys played a show at uh, DTE. My grandma actually took me to the show. And I, I, yeah, I was like, I just, I want to see 311. I love this band, grandma. Please let me go. And she's okay. So we go to the show and we're sitting there. And I noticed a certain smell, and I had never (laughs) smelled this certain smell before. And I turned to my grandma and I said, "What is that?" And she's like, "Oh, there's a lot of skunks around here." So I wanted to, uh, I wanted to thank you <laughs> for introducing me to uh, to a plant that uh, that is legal here in Michigan. Uh, oh, that's amazing! Yeah, that's, and, it, that's and good it, to say. it's it's something that uh, it's come a long ways from you know even back in like 2006 when I found it, I was I was like, "What is that?" To learning from them what it was, my grandma obviously told me when I was older. But it was such a such an awesome experience to everybody's got like their first time they, they smelled weed or smoked weed story. And mine happens to be at a 311 concert with my grandma. Oh, I like that.
1: I like that. Sounds like a start of a movie.
0: It just needs to be made. I need Seth Rogen now. So, all right. So, oh. obviously, you guys have a new album, uh, Voyager, that is going to be dropping on July 12th. Is there any symbolism or maybe a 311 conspiracy theory with it being the 13th album and you guys are doing 13 songs? I oh, just
1: thought it was kind of a good lineup. Um, As far as uh, synchronicity and the numbers, uh, we were going to call it, you know, 311-13 and have like a mirror image and stuff like that. And I don't know, it just, we figured, uh, it actually just came out that way song-wise and and we're just going to embrace it like uh, the bikers embrace the number 13.
0: There you go. There you go. Now, now with having 13 albums, you've been around, and correct me if I'm wrong, according to Wikipedia, which can be wrong sometimes, and according to my knowledge of 311, though, you've been around since the beginning, since the start of the band, correct? Yes. So, with that... What have you learned from the years and years of touring and from staying on the vans to the tour buses to, you know, what have you learned that you can pass on to other people listening that may be starting a band that think that it's all just, you know, glamour and it's just great and there's girls everywhere? I mean, obviously, if you're in the industry, you know that it's anything but that at times.
1: Right, right. It's uh, you, you've got to pick your team right. you know you've got you got have a dedicated crew as far as on stage and backstage and uh, and at home on the phones, especially back on the day uh, back in the day um, having having uh, just just as things were expanding, when we got into town, Uh, We had a producer, we had Eddie offered on our doorstep with like milk and bread and eggs and butter and he like, he was kind of waiting for us. And within two weeks we were in the studio with him recording uh, demos for music that we shopped around uh, after already getting attention from Capricorn Records. So it, we got really lucky from the beginning as far as uh, we had, we had kind of done a lot of work in Omaha and uh, and we, we, we uh, got the attention of a producer really quickly. Okay. But, but yeah, like, it, then it turned into, then, then we got signed, right? Well, then we made an album and then we got signed and then we were on the road. We did 120, 130 shows a couple of years. Wow. Hard. In, in like a, those were the van and RV days. We were in the van going, like and we were like, yeah, expletive, this. Yeah. sucks. <laughs> We had, we got to, we did it so much that we had like hand signals down to talking van to van about if we needed to eat or relieve ourselves or if the van needed gas, we had all these hand signals. That's how, that's how deep it got. Even in six months, we kind of got, got crazy and Shot fireworks at each other in upstate New York, and it's it's also the thing that, that the memories are kind of made of when when it's really tough, like that, and then you build
0: the foundation up. So, it's all of her hard work is worth it. Well, and that's the thing too. Like you guys have been around for so long, and you guys have you know built a catalog that not many bands even get the opportunity to do. I mean, when you think about it, thirteen albums, you know, and having number one hits and and creating not only music but music that has such a positive energy to it is rare these days you know people love misery loves company so it's really easy to make depressing music uh, that just you know sells a lot of copies but you guys have done you know the hard work all while being one of the most positive uplifting joyful bands around yeah just kind of
1: we're going to always kind of steer our ship in that direction and that's who we are we realize we've got lots of opportunities, and uh, now we have a huge foundational fan base that supports us. And just being our individual selves and the collective entity that we we are as well—it's it's super cool. We got we got nothing to complain about. You know? I, I hate being away from home during the summer, um, but but it's also amazing to see a hundred thousand people smiling at you so you know over the course of a couple of months it's, it's incredible there's nothing
0: like it you know what's crazy is i posted on my social media that i was interviewing you and uh, one of my good friends tracy is one of the biggest 311 fans ever and and she would literally kill me if i didn't ask you this question but she has been to the 311 days and you guys obviously uh you do that every other year correct that's a like a biannual event
1: it's our biannual event that happens on the even number of years.
0: <laughs> that is like the most mathematical way of saying it. It's like so. You guys, now, now, my first question, and then I'll, I'll get to her question because I'm curious. Uh, how did you guys decide to do it every other year? Is there a certain reason behind that?
1: Well, we. I wonder. I wonder what the original meaning or or purpose really was. But it started out like that, and then a, a few years in. We we're like, hey, oh, you know what? Let's do this every year, and it was it was kind of a, a clunker. It was a relative clunker compared to our high level of standard excellence. So, uh, so we backed off, and we uh, we love doing it every other year on even years. And then we started talking to a production company that works with cruise ships uh, booking entertainment called Six Man, based out of Atlanta, Georgia, and they were kind enough to presuppose that our fans were willing and able to jump on a boat with us for multiple days and go to locations and watch us play in the middle of the ocean and or on a beach. and. Uh, and that's been the what
0: we do on the Odd Years, and we did that this year,
1: and it was incredible. I brought my dad, bought a pair of it's so awesome.
0: Yeah, it's great. It's crazy because, again, it's all about the journey and the fact that, you know, you playing bass and being a musician and teaming up with other, you know, people to form this entity known as 311 has gotten you to the point where you're in the middle of the ocean playing on a cruise ship to thousands of people. I mean, it's just such a great thing. And like I said, I post on social media when I'm doing these interviews, and I said, hey, questions. Questions for 311, and uh, you know Tracy went. Wild. She had a question for you, and maybe you can answer this, or maybe it's just again another crazy 311 conspiracy. But is there such thing as a 311 sandwich?
1: Um, I don't know if we we haven't we haven't endorsed an official.
0: Yet, <laughs> the reason but, the reason that I ask is yeah. because in the in the song salsa it says, right. I, "I bet you're feeling famished for a 311 sandwich," and.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like a mystery. <laughs> what What is a 311
0: sandwich to you? <laughs> wow. See, that just opened up my third eye. I'm like, man, now I, I can picture what a 311 sandwich would be perfectly in my mind. So you've gotten me thinking now. Now Tracy yeah. can sleep well at night knowing that, you know what, you are your own 311 sandwich. We'll leave it at that.
1: <laughs> I think that's probably what Nick was implying is, is the sound. You know, of course, the sound, what we create together. Right. But but the literal interpretation does kind of Imply tastiness,
0: yeah. And there has to be a pickle on the side. Now, you guys recently had a do- had a documentary to kick off 311 Day this year. You had the enlarge to show detail three. Now it says in here that it, over you know there was tens of thousands of people that went to go check it out, but it was in theaters for one day only, of course, on 311. But I have to ask: Is there any plans to maybe re-release that on a streaming service or maybe a DVD for the fans that weren't able to go?
1: Yes, we're definitely trying to pull that off. We're trying to do it in as elegant a way as possible.
0: It's awesome. Uh, through
1: as many resources as possible. And, uh,.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's something that putting it well putting it together too like watching the trailer it was a really in-depth view on the band. It wasn't just something like hey, we're going to throw together some concert shots here you go and you guys have always been like that with your fans. I mean, it's it's a cult following. Um when you started this band, did you ever expect that it was going to to blow up to the cult following that it is? I mean, you guys have people that literally fly across the world to see you guys live. We
1: just wanted to we wanted to challenge ourselves uh, always. You know, we continue that in the in our thought process when creating new music and thinking about tours and um, you know, just it's got to be interesting for us. And 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 we always wanted uh, our music to come across well to other musicians uh, because we kind of think like that. And I think we always would have a good fan base if uh, a bunch of musicians like this, because we could have been a prog band. It, it could have turned out like that. Right. It turned out like that pretty easily. And we and we have a lot of fun playing a lot of notes sometimes. And then we also have a lot of fun just grooving and uh, and writing riffs. And, uh, and we're lucky as hell to have the fan base we have. And it has a lot to do with the message. There's not that many of us that like steering our ship in that positive direction it's it's easier to kind of uh wallow in the in the in the toughness of the situation and we're all going through it one way or the other but i don't know the 311 family just kind of steers it a different way you know we we kind of we're whistling well, we're miserable. Well, and, and, and that's a good way to do it.
0: And, and I guess that brings up my next question. Were you guys planning, when you guys came up with 311 and then the name, And did you guys come up with, hey, this is going to be a positive message band, or is that something that kind of grew with your guys' lives? Like, it became something that it's like, man, we're creating a positive movement. No, Nick was
1: all about it. Nick, Nick was, for sure, 100%. We're, like, I want to be... The, the nice guys. He's like, I'm sick of all this negative, you know, garbage going around. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? Like, my whole paid collection? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Bauhaus is cool. Like, Bauhaus understands me. Joy Division gets me. Yes. You know, and, you know the cure.
0: The Smiths.
1: Even, even more so. The Smiths. Yes. The day, yes. You know, with Depeche Mode on the side. Uh, a lot more now. But, but all of that... Brooding English, woe is me. Yes, totally <laughs> my jam, and will forever be my jam. But and and I was I was kind of a negative cat before I met Nick and got in the band. I really was. I had to learn to embrace the method myself, and it wasn't immediate. Right, I'll tell you I'll tell you that for sure. But I learned that's just a better way to live, and I guarantee it's added years.
0: To my wife. Well, and it's something too that when you could pass that message along, like you know, I, to me, music is a message every single time you listen to it. Whether it's listening to hip hop and just want to party and everything, or whether it's listening to Joy Division and listening to Closer, or listening to The Smiths, you know, Heaven knows I'm miserable now, and you're just like, I feel what you're saying, Morrissey. <laughs> uh, come here. Come yeah. here buddy. Yeah. It's
1: okay, just stop talking. Stop talking and
0: get over here. Come on and get a hug in. <laughs> so. yeah. Because your
1: hair. <laughs> love you. Tell me about your hair. I know you
0: want to. So hey, we're excited for the for the journey that 311 has created and has continued to create, and uh, with the Voyager album coming July 12th, you've got the tour, you're going to be uh, hitting up Clarkston, Pine Knob, or DTE as the new cool kids call it, on July 5th, um, and we're excited, man. We're, we're excited for this longevity of a band that has brought joy to so many people, so thank you for continuing that message, and uh, good luck on the tour, man. Thank you so
1: much. Uh, we super appreciate the support over all these years. Uh, total honor. We will not let you down. We will deliver on stage and
0: uh, come and smell the smells. All the smells. Even if your grandma just tells you it's a skunk, just come come and enjoy the smells.
1: (laughs) Grandma's not a liar. She's protecting you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is for your safety. (laughs) Awesome, man. You were great. Honestly, this has been one of my favorite interviews. Thank you so much, man. Have a great rest of your day and uh, yeah, we'll see you July 5th.
1: Great, can't wait. See ya. Uh, Thanks for spreading the
0: word. Yep, see ya. See ya, take
1: care.
0: Yep.